Hi everyone, welcome back to Touch of Grey. If you're new here, my name is Caroline and I am so happy that you guys have joined me today. Wow, it has been a while. Now, I feel like I start every episode by saying that and that's because I haven't been kind of routinely posting episodes. And when I was thinking about how I was going to start this episode, I was going to tell you guys everything that's been going on in my life from the dance concert to the musical to all these trips because, I mean, I've been on spring break and I literally just got home from Mexico today. But me telling you guys all of this, I know it would only be as a reason, the deeper reason as to why I wasn't posting. And while it's a reason, it's, it's not an excuse, you know? I was doing episodes when life was in full swing because I still made time for this. And while I I now finally have more time, I have been holding myself to this level of perfection. And when I don't reach it, I'm extremely hard on myself. And I don't understand why. Well, I do understand why. I feel that in order to talk about these topics that I need to be that kind of overarching, perfect human when that's not the case. You know, I'm talking about my journey, my story, my experience. And the truth is I struggle sometimes. And that's totally fine. But since making this kind of platform and podcast, I haven't been kind of as real. As it's gotten bigger, I I haven't been as real. And I noticed that today when I posted kind of like this Mexico haul If you're not following my little lifestyle account, it's at love and life with care, self promo, but follow that so you get all my podcast information and keep up with my life. But as I was kind of going through my, my Instagram, I was like, I kind of lost touch with that part of me that started this, you know, I wanted to be real. I wanted to, I started this to show people that It's okay not to be okay. And while I did start it for me, and really I didn't expect it to get as many listeners as it does now, I really, I I think that people related to it and like it so much because of that honesty that I have in it. And I'm really glad that I had that realization because now I can kind of set myself back and I can really talk about the problems that I'm I'm facing with this because that's important to me. But I just wanted to name that. Oh my God, my dance teacher says that all the time. (laughs) Naming it to tame it. But I wanted to tell you guys that, again, not as an, again, it's as a reason, not as an excuse. Um, Another thing that I've kind of been struggling with And after this, I'll get into today's episode. But because I haven't been consistent in posting, I have had so many kind of topics and issues that I really wanted to talk about on here. And because there's so much going on, like my brain has been going crazy because I don't know how to sit down and just talk about one topic. I mean, I, I, I could just sit down and talk here for five hours straight, but I don't think anybody would want to listen to that. And I would just be being rambling. But I needed to find a way to sort out all my thoughts so I can approach this in an organized and kind of timely manner. 
And how I did that was thanks to my friend Mimi. <laughs> Mimi gave me a journal for Secret Santa slash Christmas slash my birthday. She didn't actually end up giving it to me till my birthday, which is fine. Um, but I had this random journal and it has my name on it and it's super cute. But I didn't know what I wanted to use it for because I have my other journal that I do all my journaling in. But, you know... I didn't want to use this for that because I have my other journal for that. And I realized that this would be perfect and an awesome outlet for me to write down all my ideas for my podcast and to really have it organized in a way that I'm proud of. And so that's what I did. I haven't even told you guys what today's episode's about, but today's episode is about why self-love isn't selfish and self-love and my journey with it how I feel where I am right now, and how you can get there. If you if this resonates with you and you want to try some of this, then do that. If it doesn't resonate with you, that's okay too. Everybody's journey is different. So now that I've said all of that, um, thank you for being patient with me and for sticking with me. Hearing you guys and getting that love and support from if it's random people when I'm out and I see and they tell me that they really like it to texts and emails, like it, I'm going to cry. <laughs> it, it really means a lot. And I'm sorry that I've not been consistent with this. I'm really going to try now to really put this at a higher level. I wouldn't put this, it's not on my to-do list because I feel like things on my to-do list are chores. This isn't a chore. I do this because I'm passionate about it and I, I want to make time for it. But it's definitely going to be in like the front head spot of my brain. I don't know the word. There's a certain word there, but I can't think of it. Anyways, let's get into today's episode. LOL, I'm editing this on my computer right now. And <laughs> I feel like there should be like music or have like a, you know how the Skinny Confidential has like that whole thing. I want to make one of those, but I don't know. But this is me speaking. I feel like Ember Chamberlain right now. LOL. Okay. Into today's episode. Self-love. That is such, I feel like, a big topic right now. And I know when I was struggling more last summer, I didn't understand self-love. And when I was in the car, because I brainstorm and I talk out loud in the car, I was talking about self-love. <laughs> if you were to like see me driving by, you'd probably think I'm on the phone with someone, but I am just like, talking. When I'm not in the mood to listen to music, I will talk about things going on in my life and maybe if there's a deeper problem. Anyways, I was talking about self-love because I, I, I was talking to my friends and one of the things we talked about is why people think self-love is selfish sometimes. And I was like, that's a really good podcast episode. I want to do it on that. And so I was trying to brainstorm why self-love isn't selfish and how do you define self-love? And everyone has different definitions for that. But four words came to mind that particularly in my journey helped me. Those four words are confidence, self-discovery, respect, and balance. Now, when I was journaling for this episode, I drew a Venn diagram because I think all of them are interrelated and each of them piggybacks off of the other. And for me, in order to achieve what I view as self-love, even though it is 
always evolving and there's always obstacles thrown out at you, these are the four that I think are really the pillars. So first, I'm going to dive into confidence. I'm going to explain my story with confidence because I think that it's important to understand in order to see my journey and my relationship with it so you can understand your journey. Growing up, I was a Lily Pulitzer kid through and through. I loved wearing Lily Pulitzer. My mom would always dress me in it and I loved to wear it. And for elementary school, I went to this really small private elementary school where everybody knew everyone. I still talk to my teachers from there. I still, I'm going to college with one of my best friends from there. From there, I don't know why I said they're weird. But I was so happy. I had sparkle in my eyes. I was so determined. Nobody could say anything to me. I didn't care what people thought. You know, I was I was the preppy girl, but I was also the girl that would play soccer against all the boys at recess because I was athletic and I knew that I could kick the ball better than them and I have that competitive nature to myself. And I was able to balance all of that. Now, that elementary that private elementary school ended in 5th grade. And when my parents were deciding where I was going to go to school, if I was going to continue in private school or if I was going to go to public school, you know, I don't think my confidence in how I acted was something that they thought about. And I don't think they, they thought that I would struggle with it as much as I did when they were making that decision. So I ended up going to public school and I loved it. But one thing I will say is that I lost all of the confidence in me. I started this public school with the same Lily Pulitzer attitude. I would wear a bow to school every day and I found my friends and they would start wearing bows too. And this was kind of around the time when people were developing. It wasn't as awkward between guys, although it was still pretty awkward. And I remember the guys starting to pick on me and they would call me Twiggy and it made me look in the mirror twice you know I didn't see myself as this really cute girl that loved her clothes instead I was like oh maybe my legs are really small maybe I do look like a door you know I was really I had never experienced that a problem with body image and I'm not blaming those boys I hope that they're all doing well because without them kind of bringing that to my attention, I wouldn't have gone through this and I wouldn't be here speaking about it today, possibly. But it really took a toll on my confidence. You know, I slowly stopped wearing the Lily Pulitzer. I asked my mom to buy me sweatpants. And for the next three years, all I wore were sweatpants and sweatshirts. You know, I would still dress up some days, but when I dressed up, I wouldn't feel that confidence that I had in my own skin. I would constantly be like tugging on my skirt or like my top. You know when you go out and you're not totally confident or comfortable in what you're wearing, you're always picking at it? It was like I was constantly picking at being in my own skin. And I really struggled with that. Especially in middle school when all the girls around you are developing and you're wondering why you haven't got your period yet or little things like that. You know, it's when your brain is really developing and you're having to process all of these changes in your life that you, you can't grab a hold of. 
So my confidence very much dwindled. And I would say, this may sound depressing, but I don't think I ever really got that sparkle back. I think I definitely have a different sparkle now, but that kind of innocence, um, that pure happiness and child childness, you know, part of that just goes away when you grow up. And I wish I held on to it a little bit longer, but I, I, I lost it. And so I struggled with confidence for many years, you know, body image, not knowing what self-love was. And, you know, as I grew older, it turned into an eating disorder and me constantly hating myself and not understanding why I was in all of this pain. And I have a lot of medical issues, if you know, and I didn't understand why it was happening to me. And I just, I really didn't feel comfortable in my own skin. Now we're going to fast forward to the therapist that I got two years ago. I've been in therapy since freshman year, so I've gotten through four years of therapy. I've had three different therapists, and it wasn't until my third therapist that I really clicked with her. And I remember we were talking about confidence and self-love. And she asked me to define what confidence was. And while I think that there, to a certain degree, confidence is feeling pretty and feeling comfortable. It's also something from within and you really have to have the confidence and belief that you are who you are in order to radiate that. And so she asked me to tell her the things that I loved about myself. Now, I picked every single part of my body apart and I gave her a few responses. I said that I liked my ears because they were small. I said that I liked the color of my hair, but I wish that it wasn't as curly and I wish it was a little bit blonder. I said that I liked my eyes, but I wish that they were more blue. I went through every part of my body and picked it apart. And she asked me why I did that. And I didn't know why I did that. I felt that I guess I didn't really deserve to be confident or I didn't deserve to feel beautiful because I was struggling more internally. And so she gave me these, this task and she told me to write on a post-it note three things that I love about myself. And I originally put those three things. I love my ears, I love my eyes, I love my hair. And I put them on my mirror and she told me every morning when I'm brushing my teeth to say them out loud to myself. And I did that. And slowly we started adding more affirmations to say, I am beautiful, I love myself, I am worthy. And the thing with affirmations is that once you start saying them, your brain will start to believe them. And the more I was saying these, I was kind of looking at myself in the mirror and being like, yeah, like, I am beautiful. I do love myself. But it wasn't until really this fall where I really felt comfortable in my own skin. Uh, (laughs) 
I did an episode with Campbell about confidence in the fall. And I remember the night that I met her, I we were coming from a football game and the theme was togas. And I didn't really care about changing. I didn't care what people thought about me. So I was like, I'm going to wear my toga out. And all my friends were like, ew, no, we're changing. And so I was the only, only one that wore my toga out. But I didn't care because I liked my toga and I felt comfortable in it. And that kind of confidence radiated to other people. And they could see that I was really happy in that, you know, I didn't care. Now, there's a certain extent to how much should you care, should you not care about But I really, I felt so secure in myself that I knew that no matter what people said about me, if they said I was weird for saying that, for for wearing a toga out, if I looked like ugly in it, I I didn't care because I knew that I I didn't look ugly. Maybe I looked stupid, but you know, that was me. I I wasn't going to, I'm not going to change who I am for you to not talk about me because people are always going to talk about you. That's a totally different episode. But... Saying those affirmations changed my entire mindset because I was able to really start learning to appreciate myself and understanding that confidence comes from within. Now, confidence also goes into self-discovery because I believe to be truly confident, you need to have kind of this strong understanding of who you are and who you want, uh, who you want other people to view you as. Now that's different than kind of how they think about you because how people view you and treat you is a reflection of them and not of yourself. But I I kind of set this journey for me to figure out what is life about. And how I learned that was by reading books and journaling you're kind of building yourself up to feel good and happy and learning the things that make you happy and thrive is how you kind of build that foundation of self-love and confidence within you and journaling you get you learn about the deeper issues in your life Now, that might not make a lot of sense, but what I mean by that is when you journal, you can see these these kind of overarching themes within your writings that give you insight as to what, what the problem is that you're going through. If it's something that happened a while ago or if it's, you know, something deeper, you're going to see that in your writing, which is why I think journaling is so important. Books changed my life. You know, I read every night before bed. Um, it was one of my goals for this new year, and I've been pretty good about it. I turn off my phone and I read. And I have <laughs> my genre of books, it might be totally different from yours, but I love reading books that make me question my moral philosophy and what I, what I want to live for. And kind of learning that about myself and who I want to be has helped me grow that foundation. It's it's hard at the same time though because when you're trying to learn about confidence and 
trying to discover who you are, it might bring up trauma. It might be uncomfortable. But I believe that it's so important and it has really helped me. So that is confidence and self-discovery. The next thing that I wanted, the next word is respect. Now, I think that respect really has to kind of do with having the confidence to say no to people and setting up boundaries in your life. I am a people pleaser. I used to be at least. I I still am sometimes. But I think this respect and understanding that you have boundaries is where self-love kind of gets that rep that it's selfish because you start saying no to people. And in reality, you're saying no to people because you have the confidence and you know who you are. And if doing something that might help someone else or please them isn't good for you, then you know that you have the power to say no. And that is where people think it's selfish, when in reality, it's not selfish. You are doing the things that will help you. And if that's selfish, then those people that are saying that just haven't gone through this journey yet. You have to think like, this is my time. This is my energy. Is it benefiting me? And if the answer to that is no, then why do you have to do that that task or help that person? Now, don't get me wrong. I am someone that would drop everything to help a friend or to kind of help someone in a situation because I am someone that loves very hard. And if something's happening to a friend or they need someone, I will be the first person there. But I think that's a little bit different than people pleasing. And setting those boundaries in yourself will help you understand what is people pleasing and what is being an empathetic person. But that goes back to self-discovery and learning about yourself and figuring out those boundaries. And you know what? Life is a wave. And this goes into my last word, balance. Because you can't be perfect. It's impossible to be perfect. And the people that seem that they're perfect, they have their own struggles. Balance and implementing that in your life is basically saying that I understand that I'm going to have bad days, but that doesn't change my self-worth. And I'm still going to love myself and I'm going to choose myself every day. And on those bad days, allowing yourself to feel pain, allowing yourself to cry, allowing yourself to feel the emotions, that's self-love. And that's why I'm very grateful and appreciative as to why I'm a very emotional person because getting in touch with that allows me to cry over happy things. I mean, I cry all of the time and I used to only associate crying with pain. But now, I remember back in November, there was, we had a surprise party for three of my best friends and I started crying because they were surrounded by people that love them and 
wanted to throw them a surprise party and, and seeing that shock and joy in their faces, like me, I broke down and cried and it was happy tears. Like thinking about it now, I get emotional, but allowing myself to feel these emotions shows my morals in life and show that I really care about people. And there's also days where I cry over other things, you know? I cry because I'm sad or because I'm disappointed in something. And that's why balance is so important. And balance can go in other ways. Respecting yourself to understand that you may might not want to hang out with certain people because while they may be going out or doing something, recognizing that you want to spend the night alone or that those people aren't worth your energy that's respect so they're all like interrelated and you know what i may look back on this in a month and think oh i there's another word but that's why self-love is always evolving you know these might might not be the four words that i stick by for the rest of my life and i may go through a phase where i I really hate myself and I, I, I struggle loving who I am, but it's way deeper than how you look. To me, it's all about who you are on the inside and being able to show who you are and allowing yourself to make connections with people. I think that's where the confidence is rooted from. Because only people with true confidence can do that. You might be the prettiest person and have the best body, but you might be super shallow. And you know, like, if that's you, figure out why that might be. You know, there might be a deeper issue there. But I think everyone is capable of achieving self-love. And like I said earlier, it's different for everyone but it's attainable for everyone. So that's today's episode. I was trying not to be hard on myself when I was recording this because, you know, I try to make everything I say sound perfect and that I have it all together when, you know, I don't have it all together. I'm still working on it, but that's okay because I wouldn't be me without this. And without me not saying the perfect things. But I really hope that you guys enjoyed today's episode and can take something from it. I have a lot of ideas that I'm working on. And I really am hoping that I stick with this and keep this, you know, routine. But you guys are all awesome. And if you're struggling... It's okay. There's always a light at the end of the tunnel, even if you can't see it yet. Life is a wave. It's okay not to be okay. And as always, if you ever need someone to talk to, I am here. Thank you guys so much for listening and for dealing with me. (laughs) I'll see you guys next episode. Bye.